1: Kevin Hart
2: here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything. Even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Deep Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited Chase make more of what's
3: yours. restrictions and limitations apply cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC
4: if your business needs a new application then developers will have to write code a lot of code if an application needs to be modernized then you'll need time resources and caffeine if that sounds daunting then you need Watson X Code Assistant AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code IBM. Let's create.
3: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
0: This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre.
5: What's up, everybody? Jason McIntyre here on Straight Fire Rise and Grind. It is Wednesday, October 21st. Thank you for joining me on this glorious Morning and it's a good one out in LA. The Dodgers role in game one of the World Series. That was a beatdown. I know there were concerns about Clayton Kershaw and his postseason struggles. I mean, Kershaw was magnificent. Six innings, one run, struck out eight. Masterful stuff from Kershaw. He looked like the clutch pitcher. He's always been in the regular season. Uh easy win for the Dodgers. It looked like batting practice for a minute there. Uh, they roll in Game 1. I do love the World Series setup. Game 2 is tonight. Game 3 they is Friday. So they don't go up against Thursday Night Football, that uh, Eagles-Giants barn burner we all can't wait for. So, uh, World Series, listen, eh, eh, listen I'm not going to overreact and say Dodgers in 4. Uh, is a Dodgers franchise that hasn't won a World Series since 88, as we articulated earlier this week on the pod. But um, excitement is palpable in L.A. today. You know, you're feeling good. Easy win in game one. Your ace, or your former ace, Kershaw, looked incredible. And uh, we'll go on to game two tonight. Um, uh, before I get to the next topic, which just going to be a short one, um, I do want to say we have an outstanding interview coming up here on the podcast. I taped it yesterday with Dante Whitner. A.K.A. Dante Hittner. If you guys uh, were big NFL fans over the last, I don't know, 15 years, you couldn't miss Dante Wittner. He His nickname was Dante Hittner because he was a safety who just destroyed people. Uh, went to Ohio State, drafted by the Bills, played with the Browns, the Niners, a cup of coffee with the Redskins at the end of his career. And uh, let's just say he didn't hold back. He's an up-and-coming, um, I don't I don't know if I can go media star on the rise, but like this guy breaks it down pretty well. He goes after Baker Mayfield and some young quarterbacks. Uh, It's great stuff. I think you guys will enjoy it. But before we get to that, you know, it's Wednesday. It's kind of a slow week so far. NBA's in the rearview mirror. I just have to say, looking at week seven in the NFL, something kind of jumps out to me. And I don't want to express too much cause for concern. But it seems to be... Something that I, I set my, you know, my spidey sense is up like, huh, what the hell's going on here? The New England Patriots for two decades were dominant. The, I thought the most dominant franchise uh, over a two decade span that I've ever witnessed in my life. You know, we've seen teams have good three, four, five, eight, 10 year runs, 20 year run we haven't seen. And then Belichick and Brady break up in the offseason. And everybody wanted to weigh in. Who do you think uh, wins more gains next year? Um, Who's more likely to get to the Super Bowl? Blah, 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 blah. And you guys know I talk about the football outsiders metric DVOA a lot. And that takes everything into account. Opponent, play, every single play. It's really the most comprehensive metric that I like when I'm looking at breaking down games. DVOA currently has the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as the best team in the league. And I know they're 4-2, and two, and they lost to the Bears, and they got run out of New Orleans by the Saints in the opener, and that's fine. But the advanced metrics like Tampa and the way they're trending. Remember, they were without Godwin a couple games. Fournette missed the last game, the last couple games. Um, Shady McCoy's getting healthy. They're just starting to get it together. Remember, Tom Brady, new city, new playbook, new coach, new receivers. Um, Gronk sat out last year. Gronk is now, what, week six? Gronk has his best game. It's like it's it's taken some time for this machine to get revved up, and the Patriots, they, you can't say the same for them. They're not as lucky right now as Tampa. And I, I, this is the part I'm worried about jumping overboard on. I thought the Patriots would crush the uh, Broncos, and then the COVID stuff hit, and I didn't – I wasn't quick enough to pivot on it, and I saw a lot of money come in on the Broncos. I was like, Okay. And New England had, I mean, they looked like they hadn't played football in a month. Cam Newton looked totally rattled. Vic Fangio, who you're going to hear a lot about with uh, Dante Whitner here in a minute. Uh, Vic Fangio pitched a great performance. The Patriots couldn't move the football. Uh, three turnovers. I think they sacked Cam Newton four times. Um, if Denver had a clue offensively, that would have been a blowout. They had to settle for six field goals. They didn't punt until the fourth quarter. And you add that up. And then you look at week seven. And last week, the Patriots were projected to be five and a half point favorites against Jimmy G and the Niners coming across the country. Remember, this is their second trip across the country. They came out here to play the New York teams. They stayed out here somewhere to West Virginia. I think it was the Greenbrier. Resort. So two weeks on the East Coast, they browbeat the Jets and the Giants. Okay, then they went back and now they're coming back East. And all of a sudden, this line reopened at Patriots' favor by two and a half. And that's a bat signal to me that somebody somewhere knows something. Patriots go from five and a half point favorites to two and a half. They looked awful against a Denver team that can best be described as mediocre. And now, you look at the Patriots' schedule. They've always, because they've played in the AFC East, benefited from a weak schedule. If you look at the strength of schedule, the Patriots almost always have the easiest. And you look at the schedule this year, oh boy. they got to play the AFC, I'm sorry, the NFC West, which is the, I say, NFC West is the best division in football. They already lost to the Seahawks. 49ers this week. Later in the year. They have the Rams and the Cardinals. Also on the schedule. Oh yeah. They've got to play the Chargers, who are live underdogs. And that trip is in LA. That's a long one for the Patriots. Um, they have the Baltimore Ravens coming up on Sunday Night Football. I don't think the game against Kyler Murray is going to be easy. They act the Patriots actually have a brutal December, okay? They open at the Chargers, and then they come back on short rest against the Rams, also in L.A. Then they have to go to Miami. I mean, they did no favors the schedule makers to the Patriots. I, I'm, one of the things Colin Cowherd likes about me, and we talk about this all the time, is that he thinks I'm able to look to the future and see where things are headed and kind of get ahead of things. I'm telling you right now, if I look at this Patriots schedule, I look at that performance against the Broncos, and I see this line movement for the Niners. I'm starting to wonder if the Patriots are headed to a six or seven win season, because right now, folks, Tom Brady's enjoying the breakup. He's out in the clubs, making things happen, getting all the digits, and Belichick's kind of on the. He's sitting at home watching Netflix, eating ice cream, and and you know going through a bout of it. He, he's not really happy right now. Brady's living it up in Tampa. It's pretty clear he made the right decision. Now, it's only Week 6 heading into Week 7. You Never want to overreact. But the way things are shaking out between the schedule and... Um, I, I don't want to go after Cam Newton, but yes, he looked good against the Dolphins in the opener. Yes, he looked sharp against Seattle in Game 2. Um, the, the Vegas game was, it was a cakewalk. Then he got COVID. Uh, came back against the Broncos. I... I Look, Cam has had some shoulder issues, surgeries uh, two of the last three years. I've got some reservations about the Patriots. I'll just leave it there. Now, let's get to
0: Dante Whitner, former NFL safety. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, The cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions.
2: Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything, even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. The owner of a red sedan, please visit guest services. Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro
3: with Chase Freedom Unlimited.
2: Chase, make more of what's yours.
3: Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC.
4: If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant. AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code IBM.
3: Let's create. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day.
0: Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports.
5: I know what sports fans want.
0: But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy
2: who
1: does. Let's just say, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy.
5: All right, let's welcome into the podcast a uh, former NFL star. I thought the coolest thing ever was when he changed his name from Whitner to Hitner. Let's welcome in Dante Whitner, uh, NFL veteran with the Browns, the... Bills, the Niners, the Washington Football Club. Dante, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. How you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm hanging in there. It's uh it's been a good NFL year for me so far. We're only in uh what week seven and there's storylines galore. Um I I, I want to start with you. You you're only recently out of the league, right? Uh you know, you're still in your thirties. Uh are you beginning that transition from player to media? Uh how's that going for you?
6: It's going excellent. I'm with NBC Sports Bay Area. This is actually my third year with them. You know, so it's going great. We have great chemistry and just learning the small details of being on TV. A lot of people think you can just step out there, put the microphone in your face. But it's a lot that goes into it, even more so than playing, right? So you have to know the players, know the positions, know the game, look the part, which camera to look in, right? So it's the same thing. Transition is going pretty smoothly for me.
5: I want to say though, do you have a different appreciation for the players now that you're on the other side? You're on the camera, you can see the play, the replay multiple times, and I'm you know you spent over a decade forever playing football. Um, being on the field in the moment. what What's that difference like if you can even articulate that?
6: Well, it's a big difference. You still get that adrenaline rush, almost like a nervous type of feeling, right? Yeah. But you know, it's it's not the same as when you're going into battle. It actually made me appreciate not playing the game right now because mm. sitting at home and being able to watch these guys collide, I'm almost thinking, like, how did I put myself into a mental space to play the way that I played, right? <laughs> so it was like sitting back and watching these guys actually do that over and over and yeah. over. It's like, whoa, I did that for a long time.
5: Yeah, now, listen, you were drafted by the Bills, Um You know, my producer Rob's like, he's a 49ers guy, but a lot of Browns fans I know are like, That's Dante's our guy. What team do you think you most associate with here? Before we get to week seven, I'm just curious, you know, given your career.
6: Always love for Buffalo. That's who brought me into the league, made me a top 10 pick. So it was always love there. But I don't feel like I learned a lot of football there. I feel like (laughs) basically we played Tampa 2 football. You know, the old Chicago Bears, when they had Erlacher, spot dropping, right? Big safeties in the box, right? So I took a beating, right? I had 150 plus 60 tackles one year, right? Taking a beating in that system. I didn't really learn too much football. Got over to San Francisco with Vic Fangio, who's pretty much a mastermind. Mm. Started on the offensive side of the ball in Baltimore, and then transitioned to the defensive side of the ball, which allowed him to teach his defense not only how to attack um, quarterbacks and how to do their job, but what quarterbacks are actually looking at, what receivers are looking at, what backs are looking at, so we were able to man- manipulate those guys. So if I had to pick, I would say San Francisco for all the wins that we had, for all the success that I was able to obtain there, and then the teaching, the learning that I was able to get from Ed Donateo, Harbaugh, and Vic Fangio. All
5: right, let's, let's start with Fangio. Uh, a pretty masterful defensive game plan against Cam Newton. They went blitz-heavy. Uh, I think they sacked him four times. And I was reading this morning about how Fangio has gone blitz heavy the last two weeks. They blitz more than anybody in the league. They've got 10 sacks. But, Dante, this week they face Patrick Mahomes. And uh, we saw what happened when you blitz in Baltimore Monday Night Football. Mahomes lit him up. Um, Any thoughts heading into that game? Uh, We'll get to other games shortly, obviously, Baker Mayfield. But I'm curious your thoughts specifically on you know Fangio and what they can do against Mahomes. Last year... The Chiefs destroyed Denver in both meetings. I mean, it was
6: two blowouts. I believe they can contain them. Knowing Vic, he'll have something schemed up for their best players. And that's why he's one of the best defensive coordinators in the National Football League is because he'll tell you on, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday, okay, these are their best players and this is the game plan. It's never the same game plan week to week. They might have a dominant running back and a tight end, right? And we might have dominant linebackers. So you guys – are going to have to stop these guys with a light box, right? Right? Patrick Willis, Navarro Bowman, he always played to the strength of his players. He would even pull Alden Smith and these guys to the side in specialty defenses. He would only have things that he would go to them and say, I need you to do this in this certain coverage, and it would always work out. He knew how to coach his individuals and the collective as a whole. So going into this game, I know that he'll have a check with me system going on. He'll locate their best players, right? He'll locate, um, what's his name, number 10 in the slot. Um, Tyreek Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. He'll locate Kelsey. Kelsey. And he'll have two guys on them all the time. And he'll put the hard plays on the guys that's covering the others, that he'll consider the others, right? And that's how we beat a lot of these teams. And then we beat them with disguise as well. If you look at our record versus Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, um, the quarterback Matt Ryan, all these guys, we beat all of those guys. I think we beat Breeze. We Bree stole one from us there, right? <laughs> yeah. When um, Ahmad Brooks got the sack late and they caught helmet to helmet, it was a right, fumble right. Because we were able to manipulate these guys. We didn't have a bunch of young guys that just stepped on the football field, you know, just so eager and happy to be out there that we forget all the coaching during the week. We were able to hold our disguises as long as possible, knew when they were going to snap the ball and then we would get to where we were supposed to be. And we had a pass rush. So that's why we never lost to those guys.
5: Interesting. So it sounds like you give
6: the Broncos a chance here uh, against the Chiefs. They're big underdogs, spreads nine and a half. Absolutely. I give them a chance. I know that they'll, you know, have an element of surprise waiting for Mahomes. And if they can contain him, I'm pretty sure they can confuse him on the back end. So as long as you can contain him, don't allow him to get out the pocket and use that rocket of an arm that he has. I think that you they have a uh, great odds to win this football.
5: All right, let's get to another team you played for the Buffalo Bills. You said you didn't learn a ton of football there. Uh, listen, they open up the season super hot, four wins in a row. Josh Allen MVP candidate, and then they face the Titans and they get crushed. And then they the Chiefs, you know, they couldn't stop them at all. I'm curious your thoughts on the Bills going forward, and uh, I, I know you beat up Baker Mayfield a little bit. I'm curious as to your thoughts on on Josh Allen as a quarterback. You know, last couple of years. Not accurate this year, started accurate, and now is resorting to, you know, 50% completion, Josh Allen.
6: Well, I think we have to look back at the college system first and foremost. How are they controlling the game in college football right now from the sideline? You don't have guys reading defenses. You don't have guys understanding coverages. The coaching staff put so much work in during the week in college football that they're sitting on the sideline telling you what defense this, this team is in and what's the beater to this coverage. They're not making you go through the mental gymnastics. So I don't think any of these quarterbacks can read defenses right now. That's why you have these untraditional offenses where they have to take advantage of the defense, take advantage of individuals not being disciplined to get easy and open throws. The RPOs, where you have linebackers stepping up and offensive linemen down the field saying run. And then you pull the ball out of the running back's stomach and throw it downfield to open guys. You're not reading anything. Right? So then it gets to specialty defense. Special situations on third down when you have to drop back, you can't trick anybody, and that's where a lot of these guys are struggling. And that's why I said Baker Mayfield can't read defenses. Josh Allen, these guys can't read defenses. Because when you have teams like the Baltimore Ravens, the Steelers, who have Tomlin, Tomlinson, and all of these guys who were defensive back coaches know what the quarterbacks are coached, what they're told to do, and you can manipulate that out of them, you're going to have success versus them all the time until these players actually sit in defensive meetings understand the language and the the lingo that goes back and forth and what the defensive players are being taught, you're not going to learn how to read defense. So, like,
5: what is the learning curve for these quarterbacks coming out of college now? I mean, Baker's in, what, year three? I think Josh Allen also in year three. Should they be up to speed? You could toss Sam Darnold in there if you want. Um, What should we expect from them? I mean, Baker, you know, listen, he looked terrible against the Steelers and against the Ravens, but in the other four games – Pretty solid. I have a feeling he's going to bounce back this week against the Bengals.
6: Yeah, he'll probably bounce back against the Bengals because they have a bunch of guys out there that don't understand defense. They have a bunch of guys out there that don't understand disguise, right? The simplest thing to do to the, to disguise on a quarterback in the league right now, one of the young guys, is to have two safeties high at all time, and teach your safety that's going to the middle of the field. It's all about his shoulders and his initial backpedal and eye contact with that quarterback. If I'm over to the X receiver and it's a single guy and I know the quarterback is reading that and I know we have single high and he's taught to go there, if I take three or four shuffle steps straight back, looking at the quarterback showing body position and presence, the young quarterbacks are gonna instantly go through their read. And you're doing exactly what I want you to do. You're supposed to go to the X. Now we're playing single high, now we have you. And you, you, you allow for the pass rush to get there. You allow them a, a few more steps to get there while this quarterback is trying to figure it out. So if you have safeties that are high and wide, right, and they're not close to the hash marks, and they look like they could possibly plan two, it confuses all the quarterbacks,
0: Mm. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, all of them. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, The cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions.
2: Hey, it's Kevin Hart. In this basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back all my game tickets. Plus, tickets for 23 of my biggest fans to cheer me on while I enjoy the game. Find your seat. I appreciate the support, people. Eat that pretzel. This'll never get old. Use more napkins. Okay, this is starting to get old. Say the tagline. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make
3: more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC.
4: If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code. A lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time resources and caffeine if that sounds daunting then you need watson x code assistant ai designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly let's create a more modern foundation for business with watson x code assistant learn more at ibm.com slash code assistant ibm let's
3: create dad deserves something really nice for father's day but let's face it we usually don't do it big gifts are for mother's day
1: Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. So um, I'm curious, did you watch much of Buccaneers and Packers
5: on Sunday? It was like the Island game in the afternoon and Aaron Rodgers came in, no turnovers, MVP candidate, and... The Buccaneers really shook him up. Uh, Were you surprised
6: at that from Rodgers? Right, and they have great defensive coaches over there. They're manipulating him. They have a pass rush, and they held the disguise. Aaron Rodgers liked to snap the ball between four and six seconds. That's what we always knew in San Francisco. So we could play around, be good actors, all the way until it got down to about eight, seven seconds, then we get to where we got to go. So all the hard count that he's trying to do, for us to show us the coverage, we don't care nothing about that because we've been going through that all week. We have veteran guys out here that understand that you're going to snap the ball between four and six mm. seconds. You have most success when you figure out the defense and then you can throw the football. So if you have guys that are tied in together, the to back, the corners, the safeties, you know, you can have a lot of success versus these quarterbacks. The young <laughs> kids that get out there and just align at something – they're gonna rip you apart. They're gonna tear him up. So, are who? What quarterbacks are, are doing a good
5: job right now of reading and diagnosing the defenses? Wilson. Um, yes.
6: Yeah. Russell he's doing a great job. Yeah. Like he understands. Like if you just if you're off just a little, if your nickelback is too close to the line of scrimmage, he knows that you're blitzing. He's reading his eyes. He's reading which foot is up. He's reading leverage. He can digest all these things. In just a second, he knows the front that's tied into to the zone blitzes. He knows the front that's tied into over one and over three. He knows what's tied into two and two trap and two man. So he can digest all of these things within 10 seconds just by looking. You have to put so much work in to have that photo shot, that snapshot, to be able to do that. So I would say the best quarterback in the league, Mahomes, he can do it. He has Andy Reid and all those guys, right? They teach this level of play. Um, and I would say that's about it. You have Aaron Rodgers, and these guys know, but when they have faced veterans, they'll figure it out sometimes. They'll figure it out. They're the great quarterbacks. But if you slow them down just a little bit, you know, something's going to happen up front. Where we're going to get a sack. We're going to get a tip ball. We're going to get something, a late throw. And that's all you can ask for versus the great ones. So Aaron Rodgers, Brady, all of those guys, no coverages and can read it. But the guys at the top of the game is Mahomes doing it and, and Dangerous Wilson out there in, in Seattle.
5: So you didn't, we haven't, you haven't mentioned Lamar Jackson yet. Guy wins the MVP last year, 14 and two. I mean, he, I think he broke all Mike Vick's rushing records. Uh, doesn't have a playoff win, uh, but I'm curious, where are you on Lamar Jackson's um, growth as a quarterback here? Well, I think, well, this I think that
6: he's great at what he does. That offense is tailor-made. It's like it was tailor-made for Kaepernick when he was in a similar situation. A guy that can use his feet. They're using deception. They have a great running game. They have a great defense. We don't need you to drop back and throw the ball 35, 40 times a game. We're going to manipulate the defense. We're going to get guys open. We're going to allow you to pull the ball out of the belly of the running back and throw it to open spots that are high percentage and low risk. So I think for what they asked him to do, it's awesome. But if they ask him to drop back and throw the ball 30 times a game, decipher which coverages these teams are in, he would struggle just like any other quarterback.
5: Mm, interesting. So, Dante, I want to get to you being, you know, at safety in the league. And a lot of the rules now, you know, you see some of these flags where, like, you can't touch the guy. And, you know, some of these hits, these 15-yarders seem a little sketchy. I'm just curious, comparing when you played safety to now, what do you think – how much has exactly changed?
6: A lot has changed. You've taken – you know, the, the the scariest place on the football field, you've now made it a, a kid-free zone, right? <laughs> the middle of the football field was a scary place. If you come in here, you better know what you're doing and you're going to get something laid on you, right? Mm-hmm. Now I saw something where the Buffalo Bills talking about, yeah, Diggs will run every route now. Of course he will. Nobody can hit him. Before when you could hit him, he wasn't going anywhere near the middle. Now he is, so I think that the football has changed tremendously. And they've taken something out of the game, right? It's, it's, it's a little too soft for me right now. Do you think that's a bad thing or, or good for safety? As far as the growth of the game and for safety and getting parents and, you know, yeah. to sign their kids up, I think it's a great thing for the growth of the game. But as far as the fan at home, as far as that intensity that it adds when those fans are in that arena and you get a big hit on somebody and the fans go crazy and the offense is energized and the special team is yeah. energized and now they're ready for a big punt return, the offense ready to go down and score, That's a part of the game that you can't manipulate. Like you actually need that, so I think it's actually hurt the game.
2: Yeah, it
5: reminds me. ESPN used to have a segment called "Jacked Up" on the football. Jacked up, beautiful wasn't it? It, I I gotta say, I liked it. I mean, you know, looking back, it's a little cringeworthy because there's some hospital balls out there and guys are getting hurt. But it was like, whoo, those hits. You're right. They can have an impact on the crowd. Well, speaking of the crowd, not just the crowd.
6: Not just the crowd though. Not just the crowd. The 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 team, players on offense as well. Because these receivers just seen this guy get his head knocked off, right? Yeah. So when they around you and that ball come, what are they going to do? Yeah. They're looking at you, tips, overthrows, gator arms, right? Like those are turnovers as well. Like that happens. You hit somebody and knock them out, none of those other guys want to touch this football for the rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm
5: curious as to your thoughts on the crowds with COVID. And, you know – the one team that it jumped out for me was the Saints, that game against Aaron Rodgers. No noise in the stadium. Uh, big plays like that Alvin Kamara touchdown. He beat like nine guys. And it was just like, up oh, touchdown. And you thought, okay, the noise will come. They'll be rattled. Maybe a false start. Push back the Packers. And it just didn't matter. Aaron Rodgers went right down the field. How much do you think uh,
6: the fans or lack thereof is impacting the NFL this year?
5: And do you think there'll be fans at the Super
6: Bowl this year? It's impacting them tremendously. It's yeah. almost like a glorified practice. And I say this oh. whole season, there's going to be guys that shine just like the NBA bubble that couldn't hit a three pointer when the fans <laughs> were in the arena. Now he's hitting 10, three is a game, right? It's just having that fan element that adds something to you. It's the emotion of the game. The, the players need that emotion to feed off of. I don't know how these guys are doing it out there tackling and going full speed without that element of emotion. Like it's, It's tough to generate that. It's tough to manufacture that. And I think that's why the game is lacking right now. I'm watching some of the games. They don't even seem interested and fun to me right now. It's kind of like I'm watching it just because it's on, right? Right. I'm not watching it because I'm interested in the game or know it's going to be a good game. So it's totally affected the game. Yeah, that
5: Buffalo Bills game on Monday. I mean, they they sometimes panned around the stadium. There's nobody there. And you just, it just didn't, Buffalo never had that energy, never felt like they were in that game.
6: Never had the energy. And this goes for the baseball season as well. How many yeah. of these pitchers are pitching on no day's rest, right? It's like ridiculous. It's all about the money at this point. It's not about the player's safety. You see all the guys getting injured? You see how many guys are actually going down? That's because guys weren't integrated back into the game like they should have been. It was all about dollars and cents for the owners and everybody. It wasn't about taking yeah. care of the players. They don't care about the product right now on the field. They care about making the money and their advertising dollars. And I think that the game is really suffering because of that. And the business side is winning over the nature of the actual football game.
5: Yeah, that, that's a tough one because uh, so many people are employed in some way, shape, or form through the NFL. This podcast, you know, your your TV yeah. show. Like, I mean, if football went away, you know that that would be bad for the economy, like on a grand scale. So many people, fantasy, gambling, everything. Um, so I'm, I mean, I get why there's no fans, but I. I
6: I'm thankful that we have them. you <laughs> know. I'm thankful we have games, right? Yeah, and I, but I would say that the players would say differently, right? Hmm. The players that are going through injuries, the players who don't feel like themselves this year on the football field, I think that they would beg to differ, right? Because, you know, they understand that, hey, we're out here is basically a glorified practice that we get dressed up for, right? They're taking something from us, and we can't even perform like we would. Like, there's a lot of guys that don't feel like they can perform right now. They need that. Hmm. So... I understand that the NFL needs to have the games and employ the people, but at the same time, the game is taking a hit. The players are taking a hit. There's major guys that are stars that are out for the year this year because they weren't integrated properly.
5: Yeah. Uh, look, quickly to go back to Baker Mayfield, I was reading something about Odell Beckham being unhappy on the sideline. I'm just trying to think back to your career. Did you ever have an, a, a moment where you saw – a star receiver just getting under the skin of the quarterback. We're starting to see the diva receivers really impact these young quarterbacks. Um, Any experiences like that? What advice would you give Baker Mayfield to handling, you know, Odell Beckham who basically took his shoes off during the blowout, you know, was not checked in, was talking to fans. Like when they're running high and hot, hey, Odell's happy. When it goes south, we've seen uh, it's not as good.
6: And it's warranted. Guess what? It's warranted. Because Baker Mayfield isn't performing up to his capabilities or what he possibly can do. And you have Odell Beckham. And, for example, we all seen the pick that he threw last week, third and four. Third and four, a staple in NFL defense is a one-hole. Everybody manned up, outside leverage, you funneling all the routes inside, you have one-hole player. The hole player, the playmaker for the Pittsburgh Steelers is Minka Fitzpatrick. He's the whole player. He lurks around, whatever. All week during practice, I guarantee you, they told you they're going to be in some form of one, some form of hole. It's probably going to be a linebacker in the hole or Micah Fitzpatrick. Why would you throw that ball in there on third and four? Really, like you see him fooling around the hashes. You see him, his eyes, his body position. He's a bad actor. Why would you throw that football in there? If you look at Odell on the slap, he's wide open. Two guys are on him. It's really like a... a a Slant, double slant to get those guys To chase in and then Odell wide open Okay, not even that play Let's go to third and four, a couple series after that It's third and short You know that they're going to be in a man situation Again You have Minka Fitzpatrick fooling around in the box again When does he ever do that He doesn't blitz yeah. Right. He's fooling around in the box They're going to get to this same coverage from a different way They're going to have him in the box and drop him back They run the same route this Fitzpatrick, he drops back in the hole, but guess what? The safety to the side of his open man is covering, like I just said. He's showing high and wide. He's showing body position as if he's in cover too. So he didn't trust his training on that. At that point, you have Odell Beckham at the X, you go to him because you know how to read defense. You understand how they're trying to manipulate you. You understand this guy's going to take a couple backpedal steps, then go to the middle. How about you go isolated Odell right now? He don't do that. He stays front side. Nothing is open front side. We're all outside leverage front side. Go back side. That shows me that you're not putting the time in at home. When you get home and they showing you the third and medium tape, third and short, right? You're not trusting your training, or you're not putting the work in because that was exactly what you wanted, and you messed it up. So, Odell, all of that that he did, it was warranted because his Mm -hmm. career is going to suffer if if Baker Mayfield keeps making these mistakes.
5: Let me ask about a quarterback that you watch very closely, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, Obviously, coming off the injury, he was quite bad against Miami. People thought he got benched, but it's pretty clear Kyle Shanahan knew what the hell he was doing. Garoppolo comes out against the Rams and had a good bounce-back performance. I'm curious. There's a lot of people doubting Jimmy G. Like, is he the guy? Does Shanahan trust him? You don't see a whole heck of a lot of deep throws down the field taking chances. It's a lot of safe stuff, dink and dunk. Any thoughts on Garoppolo and the Niners?
6: Well, he's the same as golf. If you look at the offenses for the Niners and the L.A. Rams, they're carbon, carbon copies of yeah. each other. They they rely heavily on the quick game. They rely heavily on, on deception and playing with your eyes, motions and shifts, right? They rely heavily on trick plays. Yeah, They rely heavily on easy throws to the quarterback. So either one of those guys, if you take their first and second read away, they're going to struggle because then it goes back to being able to read defenses and coming out of college and not really putting that time in. So I would say if Garoppolo has a running game and, you know, he can use the deception, yes, he's the quarterback that can lead you to the Super Bowl. But if you get behind... Two or three scores, and you're relying on him to just rely on his mind and figure out the coverages and pieces. Oh, he's going to struggle, and he's going to throw you a couple. So it goes back to it. These these offensive gurus, masterminds, they get a quarterback, they put them in a system, and it's nowadays it's throw the ball where I tell you to throw it, right. and I'm going to throw it away.
5: First read. All right, uh, Dante, wrapping up here. Uh, you did we, the one team you played for that you didn't talk about yet, Washington. Uh, yeah. I, you know, you didn't spend a long time there, but I'm curious. What was the experience like, uh, Daniel Snyder? We've had other people come on the podcast and say it wasn't a great experience. Um, any thoughts on Washington? They've got some issues of their own right now with Haskins and Kyle Allen and Alex Smith. A- any a- Anything you got on Washington?
6: Well, it was just a players player-run organization. Like, there was really no structure. Like, the players did pretty much whatever they wanted, <laughs> right? And it was like, okay, we'll get it handled on Sunday, but it never ha- got handled on Sunday because it starts during the week. And the great organizations, the great ones, right? It starts, you know, Sunday night. Once you get out of that football game and you come into the facility, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, they're all business. Not there. There's a bunch of individuals, people coming late, guys, you know. It's just complete mayhem. So, you know, I'm glad that I only spent, like, maybe half a season there. Right. You know, because I don't know how much longer I could have been that.
5: Well, an Ohio State quarterback is there right now. I mean, I don't think he's technically yeah. in the building. Uh, you know, Haskins seems like he's getting done dirty. But uh, as an OSU guy, have you, I mean, have you talked to any former players about what's going on with Haskins? Or
6: I haven't talked to any former players about what's going on with him, but I think that he's handling it the wrong way. And, hmm. you know, I think that maturity is a big thing when it comes to the quarterback position, right? And they want you to lead in a certain way, and it's like – whispers coming out of the organization that was saying that he was, you know, bragging about his stats and a loss, right? And if that's so, then maybe you do deserve to be benched because leaders don't do that, right? So I would think that maturity, he should go about it in a different way. He should put the work in. He should get in there with the defensive coaches, like I just said, so that you've been able to manipulate the defense now. You understand what they're being taught, what their rules are, and it can only make you a better quarterback. So don't Hmm. pout about it. Just take this, use it as fuel. And then go on and be a great quarterback because he has all the tools and the capabilities.
5: All right, Dante, I got to get out of here by uh, asking you, obviously, about the nickname. Uh, wh- who came up with it? Did you? Uh, how far does it go back? Hitting or just, it, it just got a great ring to it?
6: Yeah. And, you know, I just take one letter off of my name, right? And then everybody's like, Whitner, you should change it. You should change it. It came from San Francisco when I first got there. Right. I forget one of the practices. I end up hitting somebody. We were going live and then players start calling me once the players started the fans start calling it. and then I was going to go and change my name until they told me that everything that I own anything oh, social security card you know birth certificate all the way down the line every bill I would have to go through and change all of that stuff right bank accounts insurance wills life insurance. like I'm like okay it's not worth it
2: right
6: <laughs> and, then, and then the NFL told me If you do that and you have all these jerseys made in Buffalo, you have to buy all of these jerseys. I'm like, all right, cool. Not doing it. Wow.
5: Oh, man. All right, Dante Hitner, great stuff. Whitner, sorry, I fell for it. Uh, Hey, hey, congrats on the move to the media. You're crushing it in the Bay Area and continued success, Dante.
0: Thank you. Thanks for having me. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue, while you prep your meats.
2: Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything. Even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Deep Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited Chase make more of what's yours.
3: restrictions and limitations apply cards are issued by JP Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC
4: an October morning in a quiet suburb in a town in Scotland a man is walking his dog when suddenly shots are fired from a car the man falls to the ground and the car speeds off An ordinary residential area, but extraordinary things happen in ordinary places.
2: The instinct, right away was it was a political thing.
1: We're talking about Russian trained, high-ranking officer in the Secret Service.
4: An Assassin Comes to Town, a six-part podcast. Available now, wherever you get your podcasts. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're
3: America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this.